0: COVID Summer 2020, Part 2. Now that it is autumn, we are starting to get ready for the winter ahead, our first in Toronto in 19 years. I told you before about our patio heater. The plan is to heat outdoors as long as we can with blankets on our knees, the patio heater blazing, and a variety of lights and candles around us as it is definitely dark early these days. It is now October and we are finding that we prefer to have a sundowner in the garden around 5.30 and eat indoors as it is chilly, chilly. That's a mouthful. We gave away our snow shovels to our neighbor next door, so bought a little electric one that should do for the front walk until Calvin comes round to shovel the driveway. I bought some runners that are Gore-Tex and therefore waterproof, and some warm socks for walking Oscar. I have some old boots discovered when doing my COVID cleaning with Jill. I have lots of wool headbands and neck warmers from my skiing days, and Charles bought a toque or watch cap on Amazon. We both have new flannel shirts from Old Navy. I haven't yet decided about snow tires. I did have some from my car, but gave them away about five years ago as they were old and dry. I hate to leave it until the last minute, but we'll see what is what. Meanwhile, we have had a wonderful summer. One of the highlights was our visit to Immersive Van Gogh, an unusual presentation of Van Gogh's art in a huge warehouse complete with very loud, but marvelous classical music to match the paintings that were projected on the walls. I bought the tickets online for a May visit, but then with COVID, they got changed to August. The exhibit was very organized, and we were taken in right away because, of course, I had purchased VIP tickets. The large factory space had circles on the floor that you were expected to stay in while you watched the walls perform. There was also a raised platform that you could access for about 10 minutes. Many of Van Gogh's paintings were moving on the walls, and they truly became alive. I wonder what he would have thought of this. There were descriptions of the art and stories of his unusual life. Charles and I had just visited his home in Arles, France about a year ago and remembered much of what we were told while we toured. The entire experience lasted just over 30 minutes, although I guess you could stay longer. I'm talking about the exhibit, not our trip to Arles. We loved it. Disappointed that we had to cancel three summer trips, I decided that we should do some one or two day trips here in our province of Ontario. Langdon Hall is a glorious country house hotel about an hour from our home in Toronto. I booked two nights there and found a terrific package for this Relais Chateau property. We hadn't visited there for years. In fact, before we were married, I invited Charles to come there as my guest. I had some sort of voucher, and it turned out to be the opening week of the hotel. It was before Christmas, and it became my gift. As I recall, it was over 33 years ago. The place was spectacular. We visited many times over the years, but it had been a while. So I booked us and got a deal with the two nights, two dinners, and breakfasts. And if you know the food at Langdon Hall, you would know what a treat that was. We arrived late August on a sunny, warm afternoon. Because of COVID, I had to book the specific times for all our meals, although they were served outside in their gorgeous gardens. Lunch was for me shrimp, smoked trout, two appetizers, while Charles had delectable fish and chips. We drank some rosé because, after all, we were on a holiday. I don't normally drink at lunchtime. In the later afternoon, I decided to go for a swim in their nicely heated pool that is surrounded by gardens of fresh herbs and vegetables. Although the chaise lounges were comfortable, I did my laps. Charles was entertained by the young women in their revealing thong swimsuits. Well, one should not have worn one, as she tipped the scales probably at well over 200 pounds. But she, unabashed, strutted around with it all hanging out, and I mean all. These bummy suits, as I call them, must be worn by perfect bodies. And as it turned out, there were two. One young woman had an athletic figure and swam and got out of the water quickly. The other put on a performance for everyone, including Charles. She pranced around, bent over, flirted with her much older partner, and basically did an erotic show for one and all. She did have the figure, but. In the evening, I was curious to see what she would wear and expected something spectacular, but was disappointed because in clothes she was rather ordinary. After a nap, we dressed for dinner outside. It was a warm night, and the place was decorated beautifully with pin lights that lit up the trees and pond. It was a fairyland. There were many tables, but social distancing was respected. We had amazing scallops, 45-hour beef, which meant it was brewing that long, and yummy chocolate pudding all perfect. Our room during the day was filled with light and very spacious in the cloister part of the hotel, a newish addition. The next morning I had an early swim alone and that was superb, my favorite thing to do. Breakfast again in the garden by the frog pond was delicious. Scrambled eggs with lobster and champagne. We then went for a long walk in the woods and on one of the trails and after a rest, we went in a long walk in the woods and I wanted to say to you that actually these trails were not really complex or difficult, but still pleasant. Uh, after a rest, we headed to the pool where they served drinks. We skipped lunch as breakfast really did it for us and sat on rockers on the porch of the hotel and read our books, lovely. Then dinner with the same menu choices so we could repeat what we liked the night before or try something else. I discovered a Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand that I had never tried, made by the people who produced Kim Crawford. This one, called Love Block is now our house wine at home. We order it through Wine Online, and it is delivered very rapidly. Of course, with COVID, everything we buy, well, almost comes by delivery. The next morning, after breakfast, we headed back to Toronto and picked up Oscar from wonderful Aisha, his dog sitter. We felt as though we had been away for a long time nothing like a change of scenery. I recently read an article on the editorial page of our national newspaper by a stripper, rather exotic dancer, who said that she really missed the dancing and performing and couldn't understand why the bars were closed during this stage of our recovery. How ironic. She missed performing. And there are all our well-trained artists of the dramatic stage, opera, concert, musicians, many who've been studying for years, not able to work. Yes, they have been appearing online in free concerts, but it just saddens me tremendously for them, not to mention the young artists on the brink of careers. I was so delighted with Tapestry Opera Theatre who started an initiative primarily targeted for long-term care homes that sent a traveling stage in a box complete with an opera singer to perform a short concert. I immediately hired this traveling theater act, and with my pal Sharon, who offered her home as a backdrop, invited some friends to come and enjoy the performance. And it was very enjoyable indeed, with the wonderful young Sri Lankan Canadian tenor, Azitha Tennakum. They offered as well a concert with the cellist. Azitha arrived not at this particular concert, but that was one of the offerings. Azitha arrived on a sunny, sunny, sunny Sunday afternoon with another young man who helped put together the stage and who drove the truck. It was brilliant. Bravo to Tapestry Theatre and Pepper Theatre who created the box. The other exciting online enterprise originates from the Metropolitan Opera. Sadly, the entire 2020 2021 season has been cancelled. I was just reading about a young Canadian baritone who was slated to make his Met debut, and that, along with all his contracts, is cancelled. This is common among myriads of singers. Now back to the Met. They've been offering live concerts online with some of the greatest singers in the world like Jonas Kaufmann, that took place already, Sandra Radvanovsky, Bryn Terfel coming up, and other greats like Joyce Di Donato and Renee Fleming. These you pay for and at $20 US a show that you can see online for about two weeks. It is a good deal. One of the concerts with husband and wife duo Roberto Alagna and Alexander Kuzak was gloriously shot in as France at the brilliant Hotel Chevredor on the top of of a mountain in the Riviera with breathtaking views. Stratford Festival is offering a new streaming program called Stratfest, which is also a subscription. And although there is a lot of free program on the line online of the arts, I'm delighted that now there is a pay option so that artists can make a little money and companies can try to survive. What I miss most is the thrill, that excitement at the start of a live performance. There is nothing like it, and there is nothing like witnessing a brilliant performance live and applauding or shouting bravo. That wonderful feeling leaving a the theater and being so happy and exhilarated that you can't fall asleep, reading and rereading a program with the notes and photos of the artists. The savoring of the event is what I truly miss and dearly hope we'll witness again in 2021. Meanwhile, it is good that we can watch performers online. Big sigh. In this period of our waning summer and fall, we have managed to continue with our dinners outside under the patio heater, sometimes with blankets over our knees and leaves on the ground all around. At some point, we will stop, but I'm not in a hurry, although wet leaves and raw damp air is not inviting. We are still going to our favorite restaurant as areas and sat outside with temps under 10 degrees or 50 degrees Fahrenheit, but it was fun, and because we walk there from the house, we get a chance to warm up. I hear the door downstairs, and that's Charles coming back from a walk with Oscar. Canadian Thanksgiving has come and gone, and we celebrated with our friends, Liz and Vouter, who were in our bubble. We also had the fire roaring and our HEPA filter going, and the door opened to the garden. I roasted a capon, which was delicious, and only just over seven pounds, served with mashed squash, green beans with sesame seeds, and I made a delicious apple crisp. I think I once gave out the recipe, but it is very simple. Peel and slice tart apples like Macintosh, put in pie plate, and take one cup of flour, one of brown sugar, and three-quarters of a cup butter or margarine and mix with fingers. It's very messy, but worth it. Then I sprinkle some cinnamon over apples and cover with messy mixture. Put in oven at 350 for about 45 minutes or until the crust is formed. And there it is, sweet and tart. Nice with ice cream or just plain. I served some smoked salmon before dinner and some wild mushroom soup hot in cappuccino cup with a bit of yogurt on top to look like it was actually coffee. It was a yummy dinner, if I do say so. And we all gave thanks for our wonderful lives and especially our health. I should mention some of my favorite things because we are now looking closely at our lives, little things during these COVID times. And we are at home a lot. I simply love the new carpet on our stairs. The 35-year-old carpet that was there was starting to look pretty worn, even though we mostly lived downstairs in our home, except for our offices. I priced three different carpet places, and only one was reasonable, from Dundas Carpet. I couldn't believe the first estimate of $8,000 for 15 stairs. And then I had one for $4,000, still too much. Then finally about $1,500, which was definitely doable. And I love it. It's so bouncy with its new underpad, not to mention good looking. I simply like walking up and down stairs. Go figure. Life's little pleasures. I also like our new toilet seat. Talk about glamorous things. It just sets itself down very quietly and softly. I did enjoy smashing the old one down, but this is magical. Tells you how much we are staying at home and going a bit crazy. I also love the trees changing. The colors are remarkable. I'm really appreciating the fall and taking many walks. I'm watching our bird feeder more and that is very exciting. (laughs) But I do love my cardinals and now the robber nuthatches who are little piggy eaters for their size. I could go on, but I wouldn't want you to get envious of my special delights. I did forget to mention the fires in our fireplaces. We actually have three in the house, but the basement one is not on our agenda. We have a small one in our bedroom and one in the dining room we have well it's a dining room living room it goes in between the two rooms we have wood for the winter which is neatly stacked in the garage so every night we have a fire the smell is incredible and the glow is so satisfying i can't imagine having a gas fire and deriving as much pleasure from it as ours best to remember to open the flue when starting though and to close it afterwards if you don't want cold air rushing in Next blog, I would tell you about a two-day trip to Niagara-on-the-Lake, a good concert from Kerner Hall online, of course, some Halloween decorations in my neighborhood, and moving on into November's chilly weather. Cheers, Ricky.